Hey there, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And something I wanted to let you know about is a brand new podcast, a podcast that I was lucky enough to be guest number one. It is called Resilient Real Estate Investing. Do me a favor, go check it out. Just in the last couple of weeks, not only has my episode aired, but you heard from a syndicator who spent eight years in prison. You've heard from a movie theater operator who has had their side hustle produce 20 properties. Future episodes will record around the Roofstock's head coach, a college student evaluating properties, and of course, an army recruiter who discovered private money. Again, do me a favor, check out Resilient Real Estate Investing. On with the show. December 14th, and these are the five things that you need to know about the daily financial news. Number one, it is Fed Day. It is Fed Day. We got a encouraging sign of CPI yesterday, although I will again remind you that headline is coming down. Core is remaining stubbornly strong. Again, on this channel, we talk about inflation in three parts. There's the easy part, which is falling and falling quickly. There is the hard part, which I believe will prove frustratingly sticky until about Q3. And then there is the structural deglobalization, wage inflation that will be, frankly, very, very hard to beat. So again, inflation is going to be with us for three to five years. Again, when I say that, I mean above trend. So that was yesterday. What is today? Well, today, folks, I believe we get our 50 basis point uh, increase. This will be something uh, that if you were on my channel three months ago, we talked about. I thought December 14th would be 50. It seems like everybody is in agreement at this point. What happens next, right? That is point one. We get our 50, then pay attention. We will first get Powell's news conference about 30 minutes after the release. If you remember last time, Powell's statement with the release of 75 seemed dovish and the market raced higher, only to have Jerome Powell rug pull the market and take it lower with a very hawkish stance. So I remind you of that so no one gets over their skis and decides to play in that 30-minute window when we get our 50 basis points. Just remember. So that is one, the 50. Then the press conference. I believe from Jerome Powell, he will say things like, basically meaning the Fed is winning. You've heard me talk about this the last month. Frankly, again, we want the Fed to win, right? We don't want the Fed to feel like they have to keep hammering 75 over and over and over again. We want them to be winning. So they're going to give us stuff like that. They're going to talk about wages and they'll talk about shipping. They'll talk about labor being remarkably strong. They will probably talk about something in CPI that most people missed. This is important. And this is why I call the third piece of inflation hard. Stick with me here. Inflation month on month, headline and core went up 0.1. Headline was expected to go up 0.3. Core was expected to go up 0.2. They both went up 0.1. Good. Wages, income went up 0.5. Now, again, remember, wages going up is a good thing. 
Wages inside the services sector, which again is where I think this is going to be sticky and a problem, will cause wage inflation spiral. It went up and it was the first time, I think in six months, it might've been five months, where wages exceeded inflation month on month. What does that mean? That means for most of the year, all of our all employees have been losing to inflation. So this was the first time month on month that wages went up over just the inflation rate. I believe that will continue. Some makeup going on. Uh, but yes, we have to watch that because that will be a sticky and structural part of inflation. So they will likely talk about wages and employment. Then, then we get the dot plot. The dot plot. Dot plot essentially is a graph where Fed presidents make random guesses on what they think about terminal rate, GDP, unemployment. We are, this is where I think we start to see divergence. There are hawks, there are doves. Couple of things I am looking at. For me, it's all about 2023. Any Fed president guessing about 2024, it's irrelevant. It's too far away. But as they sit coming out of this meeting, I want to know, A, how high do they think employment will go? From memory, I believe they estimated or averaged 4.6 last time. I want to know, is it going higher? Frankly, I don't care about the number. I don't care if it's 4.8, Shoot, I don't care if it's 6%. I want to know, do they think today is worse than two months ago? And worse to me is a higher unemployment rate. That is number one. Number two, it will be GDP. Do they forecast any negative quarters next year? Do they see a better chance of a soft landing? I want to know what they're thinking. And then number three, the terminal rate. I think Jerome Powell has told us it's going higher, but my question is how high? I'm not changing my opinion from months ago. I think we go to 5%. That's the terminal rate I've been calling for. I see no reason to change it. But what are they calling? I suspect random guess, they're gonna come in like 485, 487. They're gonna come in, they're gonna come in somewhere between 4.75 and 5%. It will not have a five handle on it. But we will see. Lots and lots of stuff coming today. Again, and then finally, the thing to look for, the thing that the market, this is this will move the market. So don't, don't uh don't be surprised. First and foremost, we're going to get a 50, which is less than 75. The market will then be almost immediately pricing in what happens February 1st. My guess, my opinion hasn't changed. I believe we go to 25. I believe all rate increases in 2023 will be a quarter. This is the last supersize jumbo today. I believe February and March will both be 25 basis point moves and then the Fed pauses. I believe the market, and we're already seeing people today talk about this being the last increase. I do not think that's possible. I believe at a minimum, a minimum, 
we have to have the 25 in February. Why? Because I believe the Fed wants to tell a story. We whacked you with 75 four times. Then we gave you 50. Then we gave you quarter. Then in March, I think March is debatable. I'm going to go with a second 25, but that's what the market will be listening to. I suspect Jerome Powell will do everything he can to make the market know more rate increases are coming. I expect anywhere that Powell will be a hawk will be his intention, his intentionality to get the market once again off this Fed pivot nonsense. So again, I think Jerome Powell is going to really make it clear that more increases are coming. So those are the things that I am looking for on Fed Day. Fed Day is a big day. Pay attention, buckle up. Uh, it is going to be a lot of fun to talk about. Before we get on to Fed number two, I want to congratulate some people. I want to make it very clear, folks. I've been asked some questions about these amazing cards, these golden tickets. Let me be clear. You do not, do not have to be one of my students to get a card. Not at all. I am an easy grader. I want to know that this YouTube channel is making a difference. If you watch one rental at a time, you do the work. You got a buy box. You find a deal. You close it. You build an ADU. You house hack. Shoot. If this channel helped you buy your home, I want to send you a card. You don't, you do not even have to subscribe. You don't have to buy my books. You don't have to be a course. You don't have to follow me anywhere else. I want to know if I'm making a difference. I'm trying to send a hundred golden tickets. This is number three. This is number four. One is going to Ralph and then the other is going to CJ and Ralph. You are getting golden tickets today and then cj and ralph you closed a second deal so we have three cards going out folks i need to send out a thousand of these and a hundred of these so if i help you please send me your address on instagram just direct message me or you can go to my website one rental at a time and send it that way please this is my number one goal i want to send a thousand of these and a hundred of these Simple grader. Build an ADU, send you a card. Buy a home, send you a card. Buy, buy your next rental. Send, shoot, if you are a big operator and you do 10 deals, I want to send you 10 cards, okay? So help me out. All right, next, Fed pivot, Fed pause. Okay, let me just say this. The market wants a Fed pivot bad. I want to remind you again, you really don't want a Fed pivot. A Fed pivot, meaning cut, Fed cut, means we are in some serious doo-doo. Now, what does serious doo-doo mean? Maybe it means unemployment for some reason went from 3.7 to 7% in two months. Maybe it is a black swan event where the credit markets dry up. Maybe it's some uh, first world country whose currency blow. I don't know what it is, but trust me when I say we all do not want a Fed pivot. Second, Fed pause. That is an interesting conversation. 
I believe, like you, we will get a Fed pause. My guess is after March. Some people are thinking after December. Play the middle after February. That's an interesting conversation. I believe we will have a Fed pause. I believe they will do everything they can not to cut in 2023. They want to take the Fed put off the table. They will let Wall Street wine with earnings reductions. They will let a million people, unfortunately, get laid off. They will see unemployment go from 3.7 to 4.85%. They want to get this episode behind them. So again, from my opinion, all of us do not want an emergency Fed pivot. That is like billionaire Barry begging for a pivot. You don't want it. Billionaire Barry was stuck in some bad debt. He had to take his mortgage company and go bankrupt. He had to stop uh, dividends or payments out of his REIT. He was in trouble financially, and he wanted the Fed to bail him out. If you are caught off sides, you're supposed to feel pain. Bankruptcy is there for a reason. So trust me when I say we do not want a Fed pivot. Let me do one more thing just so I don't forget. Thank you, thank you, thank you for letting me be a part of your Christmas. Uh, Jody, uh, your book is going out today. And then uh, Bria, Brea, 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 I'm going to say Brea. Your books are going out today. Folks, if you want one rental at a time or an autographed book, you can get them on my website. Uh, reach out. I want, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's, it's, it's so fun to know that somebody will open some books and I, I wrote a nice little inscription. So again, if you want to be a part of that, uh, I think we still have time. If you want to get them, I'll send them out today or tomorrow. So uh, that's pretty cool. Next, let's talk about the most recent talk track of housing crash. And let's have a real discussion. So I don't know if you've seen this, but there are now 250,000 Americans who bought a home in the last three or four months that are underwater. I want to tell you, it is much worse than that. It is much worse than that, and it doesn't freaking matter. But let's talk about it in two parts. Did you know, did you know, to sell a home, the average closing cost selling credit is 6 to 7%. So let's do some real math real quick. You buy a home for 200 grand. You put down 3%, which is 6,000 bucks. You, in my opinion, are underwater. The day you buy your home, you are underwater. If you are using an FHA product, three, three and a half, shoot, 5%, you are underwater the day you buy your home. Everyone, every single purchase. If you want to know how many people are underwater, Look at how many people bought an FHA home with 3% down. A VA, a VA loan with zero, you are underwater. This is why. If you buy that home today for 200 grand and you want to sell it tomorrow for 200 grand, which you would be an idiot to do, but that's what these channels are talking about, you're going to pay, simply said, 6% minimum. So that 200K home, you're going to pay $12,000 in closing costs, unfortunately, your loan balance is 194. So you're going to close out 
at 188 net to the seller, 188 to goes back to the bank to pay their loan. You are underwater 6,000 bucks. So again, I want to say this very clearly. Every single person who uses VA 0% down, FHA 3.5% down, 5% conventional, every single person that buys a home on that loan structure is underwater the day they buy it. It doesn't matter. The average tenure of a homeowner is eight years. Let's cut that in half, four years. It doesn't matter. You'll have mortgage pay down appreciation. It just, it's, it's mind boggling the idiotic, idiotic stories that these crash channels create to try to scare you. I want to be very clear. Every time that loan product is done, you are underwater. It doesn't matter. You're not trading stocks or crypto. You're not going on margin. You have likely a 30 year fixed rate debt product. You're likely paying less than rent. And you're going to live there for eight years. So, yes, 250,000 people are underwater. I would tell you it's much worse than that. But hey, whatever. It just doesn't matter. National Association of Realtors, Lawrence Yoon. Lawrence Yoon came out with some predictions. I thought we should look at them. Uh, Here we go. Where is he? Lawrence Yoon. There it is. Uh, First and foremost, Lawrence Yoon, chief economist, National Association of Realtors. Let's be honest. He's a bull on real estate. So take everything he says with a huge grain of salt. But here we go. Number one, he expects home sales transactions to fall 6.8% and total 4.78 million in 2023. Lawrence, you're wrong, my opinion. I think you will be lucky to have a four handle on it next year. That said, Lawrence's prediction, at least these things tie together. Lawrence Yoon's, again, chief economist, National Association of Realtor, says he expects 30-year mortgage to average 5.5% next year. Wow. I will say this. I don't believe that. I think mortgage rates may bottom at 5.5. Do they average 5.5? I don't think so. I mean, that would be that would an average. That means there's lower and higher. I mean, that's Lawrence, baby. I hope you're right. But if they if mortgage rates average 5.5, I will tell you that yeah, I think transactions will be higher than I expect. I just don't I think they're like 5.8 to 6.1, so maybe average is 5.99 or something, something like that, just under 6. But yeah, 5.5, five, that, will, that will bring the marginal buyer back. And then lastly, home prices. Uh, Lawrence believes that we will end the year with a median home price of 384500 this year, and he expects next year to be 385800 so what is that? That's an increase of $1,300 or 0.3%. Frankly, I will admit, I am nervous that I agree with them, right? My guess is plus or minus 1%. And 0.3 is in the realm of between that range. What is interesting is Lawrence then goes on to say that the country 
will not be even or will be evenly divided. What does he mean by that? He thinks 50% of areas will have a negative and 50% of the country will have a positive. That is interesting. That is not something I've thought about. Like what's the mix, right? We have what, 484 MSAs, Metropolitan Service Areas, whatever they're called, 50% negative, 50% positive, thus getting a median right around zero. I don't I haven't thought about that, but that's what he said. Lawrence did go on to say that, hey, California, that's me, that's where I'm at, you're in for some pain. California, the state of California, the city of San Francisco specifically, could see 15% decline. To which I say, Lawrence, you're late. It's already down 15% in San Francisco and probably going lower. Pretty crazy to think about. Last article I read, 48% of young adults, young adults in this category are defined as 18 to 29. So 18-year-olds to 29-year-olds, 48% of them are living at home. That is interesting for two reasons. One, these folks in an environment of unemployment rate below three points or at 3.7, they're probably working, probably. That means they have income and not as many expenses. So one, that, that is part of the reason there's been a boom in luxury spending, right? You don't pay rent, mom and dad buy food, maybe they're paying you for your phone, who knows, but you can go out and buy the latest shoes, gadgets, purses, whatever. Second, my belief is eventually these young adults will get tired of mom and dad rules. As the economy baselines in 2023 and we come out of it next year or the year after, these young adults will eventually, not tomorrow, not next month, but eventually go, I'm done. And that 48% will become renters and or first-time home buyers as the economy turns out. Remember, Greg Dickerson always says, good times never last, bad times never last. It is these young adults that will be the momentum that takes us out of this bad time in a year or two. So some encouraging thoughts. And then lastly, I want to thank all of you for donating to Toys for Tots. I've only talked about it one time, I think on December 1st. Uh, and I said, hey, if you donate over a thousand bucks, Olivia and I will match that. You have already done that. In fact, this channel, all of you, we have already donated $2,200 to Toys for Tots. Some of that to my mom's uh, organization, but many across the country. If you have donated to Toys for Tots, in any area, let me know. I'd love to just get a running total. If you'd like to, again, once once again, donate to my mom's Toys for Tots. She plays Santa for kids in the Central Valley, which is something she's done for, I don't know, seven years, I think. She really enjoys it. Um, I'll put the link below uh, later today. Uh, that would be great. You don't have to. But, yeah, we you guys have already done 2200 We are going to match that. So now it's 3200 uh, it is a great and worthy cause. It uh, it's fun to know that you can put a smile on a kid's face because um, there's it's it's always you can we can always do more. We can always do more. And then lastly, my first flip is on the market this morning. Uh, we will talk about it on the hub call next Monday. 
And my second project has already started. I put up one minute videos yesterday of day one walkthrough, day one post demo. Again, I'm just keeping you up to date on what's going on. I will show you all the numbers once we have the paperwork and all of that. If I make money, you'll see it. If I lose money, you'll see it. Either way, uh, I'm taking action uh, and buying deals between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and we're still on the hunt for more. So take care. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.